0: Good morning, it's Wednesday, November 9th, aka the day after election day, which is kind of still going on. Today we're going to talk about the Honda Sony (laughs) Venture and how Honda dealers might get to service those cars, room versus Carvana, and a three-day work week. How to speed up at the end. Had to go. Speed up. You had to to shorten it. Get it? It was three days. I see what I I didn't do there, but I would have been great if I could, yeah. There's all kinds (laughs) of subliminal messages in this show. You just, just got to really be paying attention to catch them all. Well, good morning. Hope you're having a good busy. week so far. Um, I've just been hearing people just loving on the weather. Loving on the weather.
1: Oh, tell you what. Everywhere. It's beautiful in Nashville right now. Just absolutely gorgeous. Like 50 degree mornings, 78 degree afternoons,
0: yeah. which you're like, that's so hot. <laughs> yeah, 78. Actually, it was 80. It was 80 in Syracuse on Sunday. No way. Yep. Wow. Broke some records. That's impressive. It's been really nice. Yeah, we had we had last night, though, was the first night like we dipped. It was like 26 last night. So we got that. That really, it's really sunny though. So you get this pretty coating of frost, but I think we're pretty much done with the oh, like yeah. unseasonably it's time to have fall now. Right. Which is fine. It's the second week of yes. November. We could do that. We could do that just in time for starting to have fall. You and I are on our way to Palm beach this weekend um, to be at yes. the modern retail conference, creative track. We're going to dodge the hurricane. The hurricane's going to hit today and tomorrow. And we're just going to swoop yep. in afterwards. And Brian Pash is like, we're going to put on a conference after that. So uh, not not expecting to see too much beach while we're, we're there. Anyway, we tend to keep our heads down and get working, but we're going to be there with dealers, industry partners. We're going to record a bunch of content coming to you live from Palm Beach the days we're there. So uh, stay tuned if you can't be there, if you're going to be use car week or something like that, we're going to bring you all the good stuff that is happening at Brian Pash's Modern Retail Conference for sure. So stay tuned and uh, we're looking forward to being with you if you're going to be there. Um, what else we got to talk about before we talk about things? Anything else? Not in the dirt, much. in the dirt podcast. If you yeah, haven't listened to it, in the dirt you out
1: You know, I, I will say, like, I think I got five texts this weekend. Like, yo, what is this end of year thing? Oh, What's
0: this end of year thing? Yes, let's talk about this. We'll tell you soon. Let's talk we'll about tell it. you soon. Mark right your calendars. Right now, mark your calendars. Right now,
1: mark your calendars for the afternoon of the twentieth uh, of December. And, uh, you know, we got a little we got some fun up the up up our sleeves. We've got some real industry insights, some kind of like, hey, nobody's doing anything that week. So we're going to wrap it all in a little bow, ship it to next year real quick um, and just set you up for, for the next year with some fun, some insights, all of that. Um, so look out for stuff like live stream calendars or, you know, we might we might let a couple people come down. Oh, I think there might the, be. How can, the we, how can we go to Nashville so, and not you know, let
0: a couple people yeah. come with us? Um, but yeah, now, but you man. know us. We, we're going to swing for the fence again. We're going to level it up again. It's going to be a lot of fun. Definitely block it off on your calendar. Do we pick a time?
1: <laughs> Maybe <laughs> the afternoon
0: afternoon of December twentieth. Sometime, sometime between is one and, one and two, four Eastern. Three Eastern. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you know you don't have there anything else to do. Then anyway, let's talk about literally a little news. A little news. This Get story has it, been mom. developing, um, and despite a proposed direct-to-consumer online-only sales model for the joint venture between with Honda and Sony. Remember, they're going to get together. They said they're going to make an EV. Um, CFO Kohei Takeuchi said that the 1,000-plus U.S. dealers are well-situated to service the vehicles when during the company's financial uh, results announcement yesterday. So he said, hey, like we're doing things this way, and it's going to be this Honda-Sony collab. He said the d- 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 discussions are still going, but... As we look about it, U.S. dealers are in a really good place to service these things. So regarding the sales plan, he continued the sentiments that the sales process would be different. Um, He said different than their current way, saying it'll be something unconventional, not Sony, not Honda, but something new. And uh, last month, they announced that these vehicles will be produced and delivered as early as 2026, which is pretty quick. They're going to make them in the Ohio plant. Yeah, Yeah. they're going to make them in Ohio and actually export them to Japan. For the Japanese customers, I know the first runs are going to Japan. How about that? That's crazy. That is like yeah, a that's a total
1: go. paradigm shift.
0: So a U.S.
1: Be, vehicle export of a of a non
0: U.S. company from a Craziness. Japanese brand, right? right Japan's making yeah. vehicles in the U.S., bringing <laughs> them back to Japan. <laughs> Obviously, U.S. dealers were like, "Hey, wait, wait, what's this going on? We want to be a part of it." Um, and uh, so I. <laughs> Look, this is going to solve one of those issues that we talk about all the time with Tesla and Rivian. It's been part of the conversation a lot. You can sell online. You can try to go to direct the consumer, but it always breaks down when it comes to service. How are you going to get the vehicles taken care of in the not just in the event yep. of a recall, but people like to know there's a place where they can drive the car that will know yep. something about the It'll car and be able of. to fix it.
1: Yeah know a person, all of that. Now here's my thing. This is my whole thing on this because they keep saying something unconventional, something new. I just can't imagine that they are dreaming up something so unconventional, something so new that's never been tried before that it's like, wow, that blew my mind. But this is my, this is my challenge. I don't know if like we can organize this or someone else, or if someone's just like dreamy, entrepreneurial like I would almost as American dealers treat this as like in the tech or in the agency world, there's something called an RFP. So a request for proposal. And it's like almost treating Sona Sony and Honda or whether, or a major OEM or anything like that as like, what's your proposal? Like what, what is the Honda dealer? Like, Hey, we want to be a part of it. Right. Well, tell us how, Tell tell the OEMs how you're gonna be a part of it. Like get together an internal dealer council that can propose like this is like if you want to leapfrog Carvana and Vroom and all of these, this is how we propose to do it. It's yeah, altogether different. But an, engage engage like how cool would that be to see like a dealer council you be know proactive push forward to say
0: in pushing innovation. Be proactive
1: and put it out there. Yeah.
0: I mean, like you're much more nice. like hey, when you put forth good ideas and people know you're thinking about it, I mean, definitely is yeah. more likely to earn you a seat at the table. From a sales, it's model, at least
1: to see at the table. Exactly, absolutely. Yes. From
0: a from a sales model standpoint, as I thought through this a little bit more, I'm like, well, what could they do to innovate and revolutionize The PS5, you could sell the car. That's what, on the PS5. It, it's, you got it's not
1: Sony, no. Honda. It's like it's like you, you it's got VR goggles. Control that thing
0: you got VR you can goggles. Test you can drive te- it. Absolutely, you can play it in your games. Like yeah. I'm like the PS5 is like. Do you imagine That's like buying go. a car out of PS5? But if you ever were gonna do it. <laughs> If you ever gonna do it, that's how you. You're like, gonna do
1: in it. order to get a car, you have to stake out Target for three weeks to find the <laughs> PS5 for five hundred dollars first, and then you can get our new car. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: what I a know, mess. I know. Speaking of uh, a mess, stop. Uh, or a clearing mess? A little bit reverse. Clearing. A, a clearing. clearing. A yeah. clearing mess. I think is what it seems like. Vroom's recent earnings call touted record e-commerce. Gross profit per unit of 4,206. Sort of like we're doing better than ever on our gross profit per unit. This is up 16%. They also noted a decrease in expenses, a net loss improvement, meaning they lost less than they did last time, from $115 million to $51 million, which is substantial, right? That's a 200% Absolutely. improvement and a marginal That's improvement in, in earnings before income taxes um, and appreciation. What's, what's the A in EBITDA? earnings before interest uh, taxes and oh boy uh, wah, 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 uh, the other stuff the other stuff uh tom short ceo of room commented we continue to make progress on our three key objectives and four strategic initiatives as outlined during our investor day in may where we are intensely focused on improving the customer experience and then this, yeah
1: because all those three star reviews are telling you you better <laughs> they are and so like for him to get broken. on the
0: call yesterday or monday and, and be able to say this it's like hey we're making more per unit we've decreased expenses um, we are intensely focused on the customer experience and they added this line which is obviously a direct shot at what's going on with like, Carvana in Michigan <laughs> he's like oh and as a side note 98 percent of our customers received completed registrations before the expiration of their temporary ones which is probably pretty close to what happens in like just generic dealer world right absolutely so yeah i mean
1: vroom i will say like it's kind of crazy because vroom came out of a dealer right like it was a used car dealer texas direct prior to being vroom so you gotta believe at some point someone's like okay we we kind of had some stuff figured out let's go do it like that again and we might you know just cross the they got a couple they got a couple
0: connections um you know, yep. so it's it's kind of a. They also noted that they're going to be focusing less, not focusing on volume and volume growth, but focusing on profit per vehicle. It's very similar to what Carvana said mm. in their earnings call. Hey, we're not going to focus on volume of cars. We're going to focus on profits. Um, after the press call or the announcement, the earnings call, Vroom saw almost eight percent stock increase yesterday. Is still down ninety percent year over year. Carvana's down right. over ninety seven percent. Like. This action in that market is crazy. Dude, like, man. remember last week, we're like, you believe Carvana's at $14? Now it's like, can you believe Carvana's yeah. at $7? Eight. Yeah. Seven bucks, yeah. But, you know, when you when you look at the the situation that Vroom is in with their floor plan, with their debt service, um, it's a very different picture than the situation Carvana is in. And so yep. it'll be interesting Absolutely. to see how, how, like, Vroom, who is kind of second to market, can hold up um, long-term. And, uh, you know, this drama is going to continue to play out, but I, I, I felt like it was a, a pretty strong, a strong showing from Room, at least showing us that customer experience has to be focused on the profit per vehicle yep. has to be focused on. And, um, yeah, when you try to do something a new way, you got to be willing to, to be flexible. And, uh, we'll see. Yep. And we, some, we'll sometimes see. you got to realize that there's some stuff from legacy that actually might,
1: might help your business, you know? And I think like pulling from legacy and new, actually it, it creates this like happy medium that customers and investors and employees are, are, are a lot more willing to lean into. No doubt. No doubt.
0: Speaking of employers and employees. Stop. Segway. Time. Take this Chick-fil-A one, take this Chick-fil-A one. It's <laughs> so good. So
1: So everybody is struggling to hire right now. I don't care where you're at, what you're hiring for technicians, employee, like frontline employees, high level employees. It doesn't matter. Uh, But one Chick-fil-A operator is getting a whole bunch of attention because he's gone not from a six day to a five day, not from a five day to a four day, but from a from a five day to a three day work week full time at his store. And it's working because they are literally destroying and taking out any opportunity uh, for like any churn. So uh, they've, they've designed this work week. They've completely eliminated turnover in their stores. And basically everybody in the area is running at that Chick-fil-A. And I think, how could they not? So Basically, it looks like this. So they've got a 25 team member uh, and and then t- 18 team leaders. They've got two pods that kind of switch, and they work 13 to 14 hour shifts with breaks, and then they then they flip those, um, and then they work two Saturdays a month and don't have to ever be on call. So what's what's cool about this is what happens is you is you eliminate this necessity for people being like, oh, I need this weird day off or this extra day off, or I'm quitting, I'm out, and so all of a sudden this structure of of employee you know like it always just kind of works and fits and all the employees feel comfortable and happy around their work environment so uh yeah paul 3 day
0: work week can uh, you imagine well what when i first read this i was just like yeah, how much less could you actually work right We <laughs> go to 5 days and then the 4 days i'm like right. but i i personally like the return of the long work day Because like, you know, there's, there's all this, you know, around seven or eight work, seven or eight hour work day. But when you extend that, the efficiency of just what it is in your daily life and daily time dynamically changes, right? Maybe you go in it at six and you leave at six or you leave at seven, right? That's a long day. I have like, just think of a lot of people work 12 hour shifts. Honestly, power workers, well, firefighters, right? 12 hour shift is the thing, but to actually do, do doctors that- Doctors and
1: nurses, out, right? All day,
0: yeah. all the time. And so like to see that go into fast food, which would would make you a little skeptical, right? Can you handle it? But when it's like, hey, I'm working a full-time job, but I have four days off. And if you have ever worked in yep. fast food or retail, to only be working two Saturdays a month is amazing. Sure. And another thing that they noted is that no one is on call, right? So you would think like, oh, they have to shift. No, it's because people step up to this to preserve the four-day work week. Everyone has to step up to make sure they're there at their shift. They're not calling out. They're
1: preserving their own and everyone else's at the same time. People will fight
0: for something and they will stretch for something that is equally benefiting them on the other side. And look, you know, when there's a line at the door, they've had zero manager turnover since implementing this program. And there's a Crazy. line at the door for people to work there. So when there's a line at the door for people to get the job, you know it's a good job. And you know the people that are there are fighting to stay there. And so it's funny how it just works. Um, the the operator, owner operator, um, Justin Lindsay, said, traditionally, we had used the term the gift of time or the phrase the gift of time to refer to serving our guests in a quick way, in a timely fashion. Hey, we want to give our guests the gift of time back. So we want to be quick. He said, but we always left employees out of the equation, which is kind of what prompted this philosophical change in his mind to go this way and like, leave it to Chick-fil-A to do something in the industry. Everyone says is just hopeless. Everyone says you're just going to have people who don't care, you know, serving food that is just subpar and giving customers experience. That is bad. Chick-fil-A has always bucked that trend and now they're really changing the dynamic.
1: So I've got kind of two notes out of this story because everyone in retail is probably like three day work week. What? You know, and I don't think that's the like, that's maybe not possible for everyone, especially if you're a salesperson and you're trying to maintain customer relationships, like the the integration of the two teams would have to be so tight in like the handoff. Oh, yeah. um. So I think like the first note for me is just think about your schedules, right? Is it possible to restructure the way that you've always done it to value time? uh of your people right and hey maybe your people want to look longer or less time or whatever but like think about your employees and how they perceive time and figure out are your you know we're seeing we are seeing a lot of dealers going to a four-day work week in service and sales so yeah um just know like that's a possibility so just think about your time as as a part of your business structure and then the the next one and this one i think is even more key is how many times do we make decisions for one subset of our organization that we don't move that or think about it to the other subset. Like, Oh, we need to make this change for salespeople, but not service advisors or, Mm -hmm. or frontline employees, but managers not right. Yep. And pay aside there, there's just this perception that like care toward one part, you know, for customers, but not employees. Right. And so I thought that that was a really interesting kind of way of perceiving this from, from Mr. Lindsay that says, hey, if if it's a core value of what we're doing, then that should be passed to everyone, no matter their status or their, you know, whether they're employee or customer. So just lean into those two things. Think about your time and think about like your core values being prevalent throughout your organization. Stop.
0: There you go. Full stop.
1: <laughs> Full stop.
0: <laughs> uh, we're getting Good. you to rethink things this Wednesday. It's a great day to rethink things. The bottom line is, think about people think about people let that drive every other decision as you go today